Okay, so I am not a plant person, and <laughs> this plant was put in my office because my son brought home a lab mixed puppy. And the puppy kept knocking it over because there were sticks in there. And she kept taking the sticks out. So they're like, oh, we got to do something with this plant. So they were going to put it in a place that blocked the entrance. And I'm like, no, I'll just take it and put it in my office. It's doing beautiful. But yeah, if you can see it back there, if yeah. what did you call it? Monstera. And that, I, I think the one you see is actually the money plant. But I also have one beside it, which is a Monstera which I, it's similar. Okay. I think they're, they're in the same family. Yeah. I love how large the leaves are. Like, it's just so amazing. I can literally put the leaf and it will cover my entire face. It's like, wow, yeah. this is so cool. <laughs> it's beautiful, right? It's a, I think it's a tropical um, plant. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, all kinds of things. <laughs> I'm I'm doing all kinds of awesome things with my business and um, vacation this summer. I mean, the, the vacation hasn't been awesome in that, you know, we have to stay local, right? Yeah. But I, I love the summer sitting outside, listening to the birds, connecting with the plants, the, you know, and we have a... Um, a really beautiful flower garden. So when I sit out there, not only do I see the birds, but I get to see the pollinators come and sit on the flowers, which brings me immense joy. Isn't it so cool with um, your phone? I don't know if you ever did slow motion. You can actually scan like the flowers and see the bees. And the picture that it creates is so amazing. You don't even realize, like, when you look at the plant, you don't really see. Sometimes you can't see the bees, like, going in there. But when you bring a camera through it, I saw this on a YouTube video. It is so cool. So I tried it through, like, a lilac bush. And I was, like, watched it afterwards. I was, like, this is awesome. Like, you can see all the nature working and doing whatever they do to cross-pollinate. So it's really, really beautiful. Reminds me of when I was a little girl. Sunflowers are my favorite. And um, I've been trying to grow them around my house forever. And those squirrels keep eating them. So my husband put them in pots around the house. And this morning I did a video because they're really tall. And what I loved about when I was younger is I was around five years old and we had sunflowers in the back of our house. And I used to hide. We used to play hide and seek. So I used to hide amongst the sunflowers. And I remember just looking up and having the big sunflower cover my face. And I thought, oh, this is so cool. So it really brought back a lot of memories. And, um, you know, I don't know what your childhood was like, but mine was really dysfunctional. I was molested when I was like two or three years old and it lasted for a while. And I remember telling my mom about it and she's like, oh, no, you must have seen something on TV that didn't happen to you. And I thought, "Okay, maybe it didn't, but I'm pretty sure it did. And I remember being really super angry about it. But I remember hiding in these sunflowers and just feeling totally at peace. And always marveling about the different plants and things like that. Have you ever, um, can you relate to that at all? Have you ever experienced anything like that? Oh, yeah. Well, this is part of actually my um, journey this year. I, every year I like to sort of, you know, pick something um, that I'm going to spend some money on that is going to increase my learning, right? This, I am a lifelong learner and I just, there's so many things in the world that I want to learn about. And as an entrepreneur, you know, there was a good chunk of time when it was business stuff, right? Like, how am I going to, you know, 
learn more things about my business. But this year, I'm actually taking a a plant spirit embodiment, which is about connecting energetically to the plants and hearing what they say, right? And so using them as healing, but really it's about creating this relationship because they are sovereign beings as well, right? And it's this whole um, concept that, you know, we all are on this planet and want to connect and they are here to support us and help us and guide us as well as being pretty to look at. So, and I love that what you said about the sunflowers, those are my favorite um, flowers as well. And I always, as um, when I, my daughter was young, I had this vision. I, I never made it a reality, but I saw it in like some, you know, Pinterest or something where they made like a, little teepee sort of out of sunflowers so it was a little covered space to sit under and then above you are these sunflowers just so gorgeous right yeah so it is so pretty yeah so how did you end up getting into this business like what brought you to this point in your life where you wanted to connect this way energetically with people in well I think I've you know, I'm an empath. And, um, you know, from early, early on, like when I think back to high school, like helping people with emotion, helping people express emotion, helping people know what emotions they're experiencing, right? This has just always been a program that's been running in the background for me. It's always been important to me. And, So I've been an entrepreneur for about 15 years now. And so, you know, even when I was working in a corporate job, I knew that like this just didn't feel right. Like this is a small box and I'm a big personality. I don't fit here. And it was, you know, I was constantly feeling frustrated and suffering in that space. And so then, you know, I I found a a few different ways to work as an entrepreneur. And I've been coaching now for about four, four years. But in this journey of entrepreneurship, I started teaching baby yoga, and then I taught kids yoga. And while I was teaching kids yoga, even there, it felt so important to me to give children an opportunity to sort of express their emotions, to name their emotions, to create that sense of emotional wellness and emotional intelligence. It's such a big piece that I feel like we're missing in society, right? Like, I think the stats are in, you know, North America, people can name like four emotions on average, like, Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot more that we need to access. And I think, you know, what you said at the beginning there about, you know, your experience as a child and the way your, you know, mom handled that and the anger that that created, right? Mm -hmm. I think so many of us had a similar experience and I know that was mine. And 
you know, that anger gets turned inward when we don't express it, right? When the people around us can't hold the space. And so as you said to me in the beginning, it gets turned in inward and then disease comes because, you know, if you're like, you know, when, when, um, Masuro Emoto, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's gone now, but he's a gentleman, a Japanese gentleman who did a lot of research on water crystals. And so he showed what happens when you say mean, nasty things to the water crystals. And then when you say loving, kind things, right? And I mean, he did a whole bunch of research, but this is like, when we are constantly saying mean, nasty things, like our body responds with disease, right? That's just, there's no other way for that to go. And when you can change that inner speak to express your truth and then be gentle and loving and kind with yourself, like the whole world opens up. Yeah. That I was not familiar with. I wasn't familiar with that name, but I'm familiar with that process. One of my friends um, is doing an experiment with rice. So there's nice rice and then there's bad rice. And then I, I told her, she posted on her stories and I'm like, oh, I want to know what happens. And they're going to say mean things to the one container and um, loving things to the other. But it is so true because our thoughts are so powerful. I'm an energetic mindset mentor. And I talk about how we, you know, like thoughts were a person and came knocking on your door when you left them in. You know, and we will spend so much time encouraging others, but we'll discourage ourselves and we'll beat up ourselves. Nothing's ever good enough. We don't celebrate the beauty and the wins. You know, it's just like, you know, right now it's gloomy outside and, you know, I can focus on that gloom and say, oh, it's so dark. It's, you know, it smells like it's going to rain, you know, it rained yesterday, but no, I'm like, no, it's like, it's cool because there's the contrast of like this beautiful green tree out my window. And then the sky is like this overcast, like this bright white with a grayish tint, you know? So when you appreciate the beauty that you do, that you can recognize because everything is an artwork, everything is crafted in a way that has beauty even if, I mean, there's just such an array of colors and things. And if we can take that as our own, you know, our inner self, our inner child can see that beauty and focus on that rather than focusing on the pain and the hate and the negative. So what kind of modalities do you use to help heal in addition to what um, you you have the yoga? Um, I just got into yoga. So I'm not, um, you know, I, I was doing it for a while. I have, I have a shoulder injury, so I wasn't able, I had to stop. So I can only do certain moves now. Um, but I didn't know that there was baby yoga. So that's really fascinating to me. Yeah. I I mean, there's yoga for all kinds of people and all styles. There's so many different, um, you know, ways of doing yoga and really yoga is connecting movement with the breath, right? That's the premise of it. So if you're moving mindfully, you're doing yoga, right? Whether it's walking or, you know, and there's eight, eight, um, cornerstones on the, the wheel for yoga. So it encompasses far more than just the, what we'd see in the Western world, the postures, the asanas, right? right? Right. But yoga was uh, a big tool to bring me home to my body, right? When, 
when you suffer trauma, many of us leave our bodies and, and it's not safe to be in there. And it's, you know, especially not safe when you're not able to acknowledge the truth of how you feel, right? So yoga brought me home to my body. That was definitely the first part of my journey. And the primary tool I use now in my coaching, in addition to, you know, my yoga background is EFT tapping. So that's emotional freedom technique. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know how familiar you are. Very. Yeah. I'm a certified aroma freedom practitioner. Oh, beautiful. So I got into tapping first and then I was introduced to aroma freedom and I was introduced through it using the Hawaiian reconciliation process. So I was introduced to an aroma reset, which is like a five minute practice where you breathe into a, a situation, you identify the feeling and you use Young Living Essential Oil. I had chosen Valor at the time, and the person that was walking me through it was in a group setting. She had a say the, and I can't pronounce the word very well, the Hawaiian reconciliation practice, Hopa Hoponopono. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so we used that, and I was like, she didn't explain it. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go with it. I mean, I trusted her. And I, for the first time, had like a boulder lifted from my shoulders. When I focused on this and implemented that practice, I'm like, what just happened? I need to find out more about this. So we hopped on a call and I ended up becoming certified under Dr. Benjamin Perkins. And it's an incredible, incredible modality. Um, and I feel with the oils, it just helps, you know, because our sense of smell and that olfactory system, it accelerates the process. I've taken clients through it with and without the oils. And sometimes I'll just have them grab like an orange, a fresh orange and peel it back. Because that, that that sense of smell, and even if you just think about it, like, you know, from childhood, oftentimes we'll do visualization and we'll go back through a time where we're challenged or hurt, or maybe there's some unforgiveness, we haven't fully grieved it. And if you could go back and visit it and just get a new perspective from it and walk through it, um, to heal from it, to get a, a different perspective, sometimes that smell um, will give you that different memory and you can go like just the time before that and really see like, okay, this is a new outcome. And I could see this differently. I can see the, again, pulling out the good instead of focusing on, you know, like the victim stance, focus on the, the hero stance. Yeah. So yeah. Tapping is incredible. I did some tapping. I told you earlier with my, seasonal allergies and bronchial asthma and all of that. I used to get super congested. And um, one of the girls in my young living group introduced me to the tapping. And I followed a, a video series with a doctor that does the, a chiropractor that actually was doing tapping. I was incredible how it released all of this, the uh, inflammation. It was just, I was amazed. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it is super powerful, the tapping. And I really love it because it's gentle for releasing traumas. And um, there is tons of scientific research on it that not only it helps with emotional and physical stuff, but it actually helps rewire the neurons in the brain. So you're not just releasing the energy around the trauma, you're changing the patterning, which is what keeps us stuck, right? Right. In life. Yes. Yes. I like to call it rewiring the brain grooves. Yeah. 
But yeah, EMT and AFP are very similar. Um, Dr. Perkis is a clinical psychologist, and he um, did the studies before he introduced. He's trained, he's trained over hundreds of practitioners, and he um, is amazing how he implemented this and just incorporated that. So definitely the same modality, just a little bit of a different addition to that. So what advice would you give someone that went through similar um, strategy of, of, you know, being abused, you know, emotionally, physically, what, what would be like a really good piece of advice that you could give to them to help them on their healing journey? I think the biggest piece of advice I would give is acknowledge the truth of how you feel, right? Take that time. Like if you, and you know, if it's anger, like say I'm angry and I don't mean go out and rage at all the people you see, right? That's not really healthy, but just sometimes we've spent so much time denying that there is anger, denying Mm -hmm. that we feel sad about what happened. And, you know, just allowing yourself to say, Hey, that situation was really shitty and made me feel really sad. That by itself can be so empowering, right? And just, you know, there's always when people get to that point and they actually admit the truth of what they feel, there's always a release that happens, Mm -hmm. right? And I think, too, you know, what's really important to remember is Our bodies are designed to move towards homeostasis. They want to be healthy. Like our body wants to be healthy. When we're not giving it the opportunity to feel things or, you know, feeding with not nourishing food and being in toxic scenarios, all of that takes us out of homeostasis. But when you just have that moment of like, I'm going to have this glass of water and allow it to nourish me. Just that intention is so powerful. Yes, absolutely. It's awesome. Oh no, it's life. You know, Hey, I love that. You know, dogs barking, babies crying, whatever's happening, doorbells ringing. (laughs) I'm surprised my dogs haven't barked yet, but well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here. And um, how can we connect with you? How can our audience connect with you? So I'm Anita Kaiser Wellness, and um, that's my business. You can check out my website, and I've got lots of uh, great blogs on there. And um, I'm also on Insight Timer. I have some meditations there, and I do some uh, live yoga tapping combinations that people might be interested in. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out because I know I'll be getting back into yoga um, I take a little bit of break from everything. Um, but yeah, awesome. We will put those um, links in the description. So for anyone listening, thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Lisa Drennan, Energetic Mindset Mentor. And we had the lovely Anita Kaiser with us. And if you'd like to connect with, um, with her, her links will be in the description. And if you know anyone that can benefit from this, please share it. And remember, it's a matter of the heart. <laughs>